three, two, one. Matty Boy is muy chingón. Solo necesita tres palabras para decir de quién es Matty Boy. Pistolas, drogas y bitches. Hello, welcome to Burbeck and Garrison. Burbeck and Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not going to try to do oh, yeah, like Eric's a Burbeck yo, and yo. Garrison. <laughs> so what's up? Hi, guys. Um, first off, they made me come in on an off day. And and just... You're just showing your professionalism, <laughs> I feel like. Dedication. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have a special guest today. We have one of um, Maddie Boy's friends, Chris Wright. What's up, everybody? What's up, bud? Welcome to the podcast. Man, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. So thank, no, no, man. Thank you for coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was nice of you, man. Yeah. It's only your job, but... It was nice of you. We appreciate it. Whatever. Um... So we actually are really excited to do this podcast. <coughs> um, I think, I, I don't know where you want to begin with your life, but is there like a certain milestone in your life that you would like to start off at? Yeah, I, you know, to tell part of my story is to tell the whole thing, but I, I just want to say I've never experienced hospitality like I have here with you guys. This, is, uh, this has been an amazing experience, so thank you. Right on, man. Oh. I appreciate it. It's at, it's at Bay... Uh, that Bay hospitality, Ugh. dude. I, I love. I don't know if that's a known. Is that a thing? No. It is. I was about to say of like of like rudeness or something. No, you know I, I love where I'm from. Uh, where yeah. are you from? Uh, San Fernando Valley. You know, SFV. Yes, sir. It's weird down there, but but the farther you get away, though, <laughs> no, the farther you get away from Los Angeles, the more you realize why people live away from Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> it's gorgeous up here, man. We don't see it like that, home. <laughs> you know, and and I'm 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 not a big fan of Southern California. I just think it's dry. I don't think that like it's not green. There's a lot of like I don't know. I'm just not a super huge fan, especially of like downtown. Dude, we uh, and it's and it's impersonal. Everybody's uh, uh in a hurry down there, but uh like like okay, we're having a, a romantic dinner out on. And she lives in uh, Santa Monica, and we're out in the in the street, kind of in her little yard. And somebody drove by and said, oh, my God, that's so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> like drive-by love, dude. I, I used to shit like hey, that. I heard something interesting about Southern California in comparison to Northern California by a friend of ours, Kirk, the other day. And he says uh, he misses Southern California because in Southern California, people's lives at no point are over. He says you could run into a 50-year-old dude, and this dude's like, Oh yeah, my girlfriend just got pregnant, bro. We're starting a new <laughs> career over here, and it's like no big deal. He says up here, motherfucker at 45 years old, it's like nah, I don't go out no more. <laughs> I'm yeah. at the house. I get uh, it. My hips or, me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so. I don't know. I've pretty much given up on life. <laughs> 45. <laughs> I'm 38 now. Yeah. You know things are over. <laughs> you know, and another thing I run into when I see you again, Maddie, it's like uh, it, I remember like like when I first met you, most of my comedy, it comes from just feeding off of you. I don't believe that. It, dude, your your sense of humor is is something that, that I've only encountered once. Fuck, that's, I grew that's up with, with this you. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's get into where where did you guys meet? Which spot? We met in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, at the end of my bit. 
and uh those the are beginning not even close, of mine. yeah not even close to very years good lord but uh yeah i met him and uh just instant chemistry love love this guy's chemistry and uh you know it, it I, I tell people that he is who he says he is you know he's the real deal you know because you got rappers that that you know full of shit and <laughs> And he's really? not. I thought they were all telling the truth. <laughs> Killing people every day. And no, but you know, I mean, he's just, he's real. He took care of me in there. He, uh, he, because I had no ends, I had nothing. And uh, he took care of me in there. And we were uh, just, you know, tighter than two coats of paint, really, to use a. Correction, Jay took care of us in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you remember, you remember, dude, dude, there was a point where I got chicken pox. And uh, uh, they, they threw me in the hole, and uh, they were treating me bad in there, man. And, and dude was shooting in double, double up trays, and they got rid of tobacco while, uh, right as they put me in there, he bought a whole roll of Copenhagen for me. And just, uh, yeah, you took care of me in there, man. I love you for that. I'll never forget that. Bro, I valued you, man. It was like fucking this fool came. I was at the beginning of my fucking sentence, like we said, and uh, this fool's comedy, man. He would just brought like, the dope ass energy. It was like having a fucking comedian in your little circle at all times, bro. It was like never a dull moment. This fool would come out for breakfast in form, bro. It was like this motherfucker <laughs> never skipped a beat. You look down, this motherfucker's pants would be pulled up to his fucking nipples. He have no shirt on, fucking glasses, fucking just looking at you like you was doing something wrong. You're like, what the fuck are you doing down there, bro? <laughs> No, but fast forward, and, and uh, I, you know, I've gone through just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy, and one of my goals, one of my all-time dreams was to do stand-up comedy. And then, uh, you know, I get out, and I, and I sent a message. I looked up Matty Boy on, uh, on Facebook, and I saw Rest in Peace Matty. And so I thought he was dead, and it broke my fucking heart. And then I was talking to another one of our friends, Josh. We mentioned him in the, in the video. We gave him a shout-out. And... Uh, uh, I, I found out Matty was alive. I was talking to him. I said, hey, did you hear about Matty boy? He goes, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, I just talked to him. And I can't tell you just how elated <laughs> I was to find out you were, and then, then we started talking again. And because he, uh, because he does what he does, and because and, I don't talk about uh, uh, prison, and to see Matty, he, well, he embraces it uh, as a part of his story. Is he, you know, it's not, not bragging about it or anything. He just embraces it, and, and it, Kind of inspired me to talk about it a little bit on my own. Bro, you, you inspire true. a lot of people, dude. I don't know if you know how many how many people you actually inspire, but you do. Yeah, I think that, like, for you not to to do comedy and not throw in that prison shit would be fucking criminal a setback, bro. <laughs> it's criminal. Yeah, you gotta tell some of that shit, man. I'm like the fucking nipple fucking pants story, bro. That's, come on, bro. That shit that this motherfucker would come up and. Be full Spanish speaking on your motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfuckers had come, bro. It was. It, I swear to God, every day was something funny, bro. Every fucking day we had a good time in that motherfucker. So I have a question. Um, can we take it back to your life pre-prison and everything? Sure. So, what was your like growing up like? Um. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, okay. So I was the unfortunate child of a first marriage. My older brother and I, and. Uh, I, I was I was abandoned by my family at 12, and then uh, I grew up I grew up with my mother, who was actually the only way I can describe her would be like a, a she was a, a venomous snake, 
uh, just no emotions, just completely violent, one of the most violent people I've ever known. And uh, I was there until I had to quit school at 14. I'm just kind of glazing over everything. Yeah, but you're good. I had to quit school at 14 and go to work full time. And then uh, she was taking my check. <clears throat> and then when she went to take a check, I said, you know what, I can do this without you. And I, and I started, uh, I just went off on my own at 14. And so then uh, I was pretty much, I don't know, born to go to prison. Um, the only smart thing I ever really did was join the military and uh, went to combat. And then when I got out, I was, uh, I was supposed to go to Arkansas, back to Arkansas. That's where my mother lives. But uh, um, I didn't. I came back here to California. I don't know why to connect, uh, reconnect with my family out here that had abandoned me. And uh, and then uh, let's see. I married I married the wrong woman uh, twice because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same. Well, I mean, dude, she's an idiot too, right? She knew I was a piece of shit after the first marriage, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, she need to raise her bar a little bit. <laughs> dude, I always tripped off how how that works, like because it's you're not the first person to do that. That marry the same person twice, shit. It's such a strange fucking thing, you know. Well, we had okay, so. I started robbing banks, and we had already separated like 15 times before that point. <laughs> and uh, so I'm robbing banks and trying to reconnect with her and knowing it wasn't going to work because I was going to get caught at some point. I got caught, and then I told her, I said, hey, uh, why don't you marry me again? And she's like, okay. So I got a picture of me in handcuffs in the federal system fucking uh, uh, getting married to her again. <laughs> and, I, 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 dude, if she had any red flags, that would have been, that been a <laughs> That should be a, yeah. Bro. And you're not mentioning that in a comedy act, bro? No. That is fucking horrible. I love it. Dude, it's fucking tragic. That, that's your wedding, that's that's your wedding picture is in cuffs? In cuffs. In federal custody. Yeah, you think, yeah, you think if she could have recognized a red flag, that would have been a good one. Yeah. I also love how you just, like, threw in there, like, oh, yeah, I was, I was robbing I banks. I was robbing banks. <laughs> so tell us about that. Like, how did you even start? I can't really talk about robbing banks because it gave me a fucked up handle. They gave me a, a they call me the Butterfingers Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these fuckers named you? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked and, up. And if yeah. you read the article, they say uh, I bungled uh, several bank robberies by dropping money. When the dude, okay, so first off, I'm not the only one that dropped money. I can't say too much about the, 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 the bank robberies, but I dropped a wad of hundreds, and uh, no, it was actually all of money. I turned around. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, it was all of it. And I turned around, and I hit this old man, and it all, dro it all fell on the floor. So he helped me pick it up. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah, he handed it to me, and he, you know, I took off. And it says I bungled that bank. Well, how did I bungle it if I got away with the money? And you got assistance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they arrest him for accessory? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking In typical federal fashion. Right, right. The Butterfinger Bandit. Yeah, that butter it sounds awesome. like the fucking uh, Home Alone. What, what are the, the two, the sticky bandits or some <laughs> shit? Oh, my God. Like, but no, I got I got to the feds, though, and, I, and old boy asked me, he says, well, why are you here? I said, well, I'm, I'm a bank robber. He goes, no, you're not a fucking bank robber. You're a felony panhandler. Because he was one of those dudes that went in and laid him down. <laughs> and got 100 years, so yeah, he was jealous it, yeah. that you got short time. Yeah, I said, I'm going to get out this century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So my question, um, I know you can't talk too much about it, but, like, what made you decide, like, okay, today I'm going like, to rob a bank? Ooh, that's, no, that's a good question. Um, okay, so I was running with a guy that I shouldn't have been running with, and uh, I owed another guy who I shouldn't have owed money to $100, and it was due the next day. <laughs> And uh, 
the, the, the plan that I had to pay this guy back fell through, and the other dude says, well, I know how to get money. So we drove to a bank, and he walked in and came back out, and uh, he's like, go, go, go. I didn't even know he'd, he'd robbed it. And so I take off, and he's counting money. He's like, man. <clears throat> and he, sa he says, I dropped, the, I dropped the wad of hundreds even, man. It still almost got 10 grand. Wow. Yeah, so the, uh, the debt got paid, and, and we were doing good. And I said, okay, well, tomorrow I'll rob one. And so I went in and did it. And because, I mean, he's kind of the guy that if you're going to be doing something, you need to be all in or, uh, you know, you're going to be all out. So, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. And then he got busted uh, taking his girlfriend to, to the Burbank airport. He got busted with an eighth coming out, an eight ball or something. Burbank? Burbank. Burbank, fool. Oh, Burbank. Jays. Do you Chase? remember the like filling your first time? I feel like this is like being would talked be about so easy, rush. but it sounds like something that does not seem easy and sounds so stressful. No, it was surreal. It was um, it was the most stressful thing I've ever done. Uh, it was slow motion. Everything was you know like if you're in a car wreck, everything goes slow motion on you. you right. It, when when you look back on it, but as soon as I pull, I handed her the note, and uh, it, everything just went slow motion, and it was just automatic. What she did, what I did, and then uh. It was very hard when I got outside not to run. Yeah. They pretty they just comply with that shit. You hand them a note and these fuckers yeah. just give you They, they have, have to. to. That's the weirdest shit, man. Yeah, but Don't that a, seem strange? No, because you probably the bank didn't even robber, have a weapon. The that, bank robber could sue her if she does something stupid, like hurts him or something. Are you fucking serious <laughs> right now? No, but that seems That's right, yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like if you hurt somebody while they're robbing your house, you can go to jail for it. For somebody robbing your house. Fuck no. But yes. This it's is happened. What is going on right now? If they're right running now? out of your house, yes, you will and, get in oh, trouble. If you shoot them or something while they're if running. If you do anything if to they them as they are running away from you and you do something to hurt them, you are in trouble. Bro, they could trip and hit their head and sue you on your property if it happens. Not if it, they're robbing it. What? Really? No. Huh. I don't know. No, but if they're running away from you and you do something to them, you will get in trouble. Because, because this person is leaving. Yeah. They're trying to... They're not a threat anymore. Yeah, they're leaving with your belongings and whatever else. Your, your fucking comfort and everything else, but... You value your shit more than you value their life. Yeah. Are, are you cool with saying what you put on these notes? No, that's... Thank that you for bringing that up. No, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. Thank you and have a nice day. No, on the, <laughs> on the notes, that's all you have to say. You have to say, this is a robbery. Give me your money. That's it. Anything, anything past that is extra charges. My dumbass had this is a, a robbery. I have a bomb. <laughs> you have you have, you have twenty seconds to quietly hand over all hundreds, fifties, and twenties. No games. Twenty seconds. And because I said I have a bomb, that that became an express threat of death. So I'd have gotten even less time had I not put that. How much time did you get? I got five. They were trying to give me nine years, but uh, I hadn't I hadn't pled guilty to to like three charges. I had a fuck. I had a weapons charge. I had a drug charge. I had all kinds of shit that accumulated during the bank robbery period. But the reason I was doing bank robbery to begin with was because there's no charge for the first time. There's there's no real time. For for your first bank robbery, it's pretty lenient. Yeah, if you have no criminal history. And are probably military. Did that work into your favor or against? Mm, no. No, probably it, mad at you, huh? Yeah. Well, motherfucker, you should know better. <laughs> I'm not a military person. No, I did nothing. No, I'm, yeah, no, I'm talking about for him. Like you, you say you're in the military. You know, after you've been caught. Yeah, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it seems yeah. like that would help. Like 
with leniency, like, hey, I served, I'm just Fuck. in a bad frame it, yeah. of mind or some shit that yeah. way. No, dude, they, they, uh, yeah, that was, it was all bad. They did a psyche eval on me and, uh, and, uh, my whole life story was laid out in front of the judge and it, it did nothing. Fuck, that seems like that would uh, help too. That, that's pretty rough, man, being I know, on your own at 14. Yeah, abandoned at 14. No, no. I, but the whole prison system's full of guys just like me. Yeah. And the system doesn't believe it. Bro, they don't, they don't. They're not buying it? No. They're like, at 14, you had a decision. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a grown man. Yeah. I'm not even lying. I would like to say that I'm lying, but I'm not. Like, them people believe that everybody has a decision. You made the decision to be a criminal. You know what I mean? No matter if you was fucking raised in the worst conditions ever, they still just, yeah, like, they don't give carry a it a weird way. And do you mind if we record no, I don't live and everything? I don't care. Um, my question is, I feel like with stuff like this, it easily becomes an addiction. Do you think, like, after your first time, you, like, were like, okay, yeah. I'm ready to do it again? Like, yeah, it, that became, it became the way I paid child support. <laughs> Matter of fact, I answered him that way in court, too. He's like, well, why? And I said, well, but I had to pay the child support. And, uh, uh, fuck, I was buying diapers with that money. I was just, that was how I made my living. Yeah. And you get addicted to counting money. If oh, we, if we, I get addicted to just constant. Uh. Are you allowed to say um, how many, like, what was your... Um, how many, how many banks? banks you yeah. robbed? Okay, they, I pled guilty to five to get the, the charges that they needed, and uh, they know about 25. Oh, is that it? Damn. Yeah. Holy Man, you shit. was getting after it, bro. Yeah, I was... Butterfingers was it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if we start calling you Butterfingers? That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of got a feeling that's going to be out there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Man, you damn gotta, it! You got to put that in the title somehow <laughs> when you work there. Bank robber, Chris Butterfingers, right? <laughs> I think that's hilarious on its own. I Man, think and it's you're, funny you're not that. using this in stand-up. Man, do you know how hard it is to say Butterfingers Bandit? <laughs> that is when dope. You're when you're talking about Such yourself. A, that's a great handle. <laughs> no, for, for comedy. <laughs> yeah. He does comedy. Uh, I kind of feel like after I say that, I need to trip off a stage or something. You know? <laughs> That'd be what's, dope. What's the uh, most money you ever got in one? Can Thank you? God it wasn't $10,000. Always under $10,000. Come to find out there's an extra charge if you go over $10,000 in any of them. And you, you didn't know that at the time? I you got to pay taxes on it. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a note. If I ever rob a bank, I want $9,999, yeah. $9, motherfucker. Dude, somebody was telling me, you need to share your story, man. You, you might help one person. If you help one person, I said, what? You just did. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait till there's COVID to rob a bank because then everybody's got a mask on and you don't look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you should have started off like your note should have said, I'm the... The Butterfinger Bandit, bitch. Don't, <laughs> don't fuck around. Okay, so that is actually a good question. Did you just go in there with, like, no mask or anything? No, okay, so I never started this podcast saying I was smart. <laughs> um, I went in with a, a ball cap and sunglasses, and that's it. Oh. And by the end, they were having uh, uh, press conferences about me, and uh, they had a, a like, $10,000 reward. But they, uh, they were saying that... Uh, uh, Okay, so every, every bank in the, in the San Fernando Valley had like three guards on it all the time. And I went in the last day, uh, the, the day I got busted, I was going to rob a bank and I went inside to, it was a store because those are the ones that weren't, weren't as protected. And I see this guy had no business looking at sunglasses in a grocery store. 
uh, right there by the bank looking at sunglasses. So I, I went back out, <coughs> drove around for a little bit, and I had old boy go in there and, uh, uh, and just walk into the store and tell me what he saw. And so he says, yeah, there's a guy over by the sunglasses. He's uh, wearing this shirt. And I said, okay, let's go. And so we split. Well, 2 o'clock that morning, I'm going to get dope with the note in my pocket still. I forgot it was there. And so I get pulled over, and they found the note. And next thing, that was it. That was it for me. Wow. Wow, so you didn't even get caught actually doing it. No, I got caught because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad I did. Dude, that, that had to stop. That was uh, that was gonna that, that could have been all bad. You're handsome now, bro. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so then you, you got through it with your good looks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes for sure. Oh yeah, I've never been accused of that before. So you went away, and then when you got out, did you immediately get into stand-up co- comedy? No, I I got into a miserable ass life with that woman, um, and. Uh, my son was 12, and uh, we just, uh, I had a bad marriage for, for 13 years. And then that finally ended. My daughter was born. That finally ended. And then, uh, 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 yeah, here I am. I just, uh, we separated again. And I, uh, I, 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 told, I told myself, okay, she'd been holding hold me back my whole life. That's what I told myself. So I said, okay, stupid, prove it. And so I started writing, writing jokes down and, uh, uh, and just, I took a class. I, ca- I called this liberal lady, right? And uh, I said, I called her up and I said, look, dude, our politics are probably completely different. Um, but here's what I'm about. And because uh, uh, most of my jokes were offensive, particularly towards like the gay community, because that's the shit that's funny. It's hella funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you got a history. Well, no, but. but <laughs> 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 yeah, he just starts laughing. That was funny too. <laughs> but but no, she so she so she met with me and we talked and and I started taking her class, and she helped me rethink what. Okay, she helped me understand that you can't punch people that have been punched. People don't want to hear that shit. Uh, and she taught me not only why that stuff was offensive to them and 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 uh, but helped me kind of rethink what I thought was funny to begin with. If that makes any sense. Do you think these classes actually work? It sounds like it did. It kind of made you like reassess your whole bit, they, I they, guess. They did. They did. They, she helped me rewrite it and and uh, not rewrite it, but she helped me get on stage, number one, because that's the biggest fear. Is, is oh, I there. bet. But uh, Just what? bombing and f- or telling your shit and nobody's laughing at all. That got to be fucking. It's hard, man. Yeah, I bet. It's hard. I, I do good on stage, though, man. Uh, I've only bombed a couple of times. And the, the one time that I did bomb was in my own special. I, I did a 30-minute special, and uh, I walked off the stage. Damn. It cost, yeah, it cost, it cost a couple thousand dollars, and, it, and uh, I just I couldn't do it. It felt like I was wearing somebody else's clothes because I had somebody help me kind of rewrite my, my, materi- my material. Excuse me. Dave Chappelle became famous for talking about the gay community. But there's a difference between the way he does it and the way I was going to do it. Yeah. And uh, it, because I had, I had this joke. I, I had a good friend. I didn't know he was gay, man. And this dude, um, I had so much respect for him, and and he uh, he had told me if you ever have problems with your wife, you know, you and you want to, you need somewhere to stay, you're welcome at my house. So I took him up on it a year later, and he's getting ready to go out to work, and he says, "Look, dude, if if you uh, start looking around, you're probably gonna tell that I'm 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 gay," and and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he, and I look around, and all of a sudden it was like taking a red pill in the fucking <laughs> matrix. He had a magazine there that said, "Hey, Mister." <laughs> and, 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 and there was another magazine that, that, that said Gay Times on it. 
and I had never I'd been so selfish that I'd never noticed this shit in the apartment. And uh, and I was like, what the fuck? He goes, man, don't worry, I'll never fuck with you. <laughs> was that an insult? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, man? What's wrong with What's me? Wrong with me? <laughs> I did. I said, why am I ugly? <laughs> he said, no, you're not ugly. He said, you're just kind of. <laughs> I said, well, what the fuck? That sound like ugly. <laughs> he said, no, no, you're not ugly. You're just kind of, I don't know, grr. I said, man, okay, stop sounding like the gay Tony the Tiger. <laughs> and tell me what you're trying to say. He said, all right, well, in the gay community, we consider you rough trade. And that's just not my thing. Yeah, okay, I looked up rough trade, brother. <laughs> and one of the more generous definitions is it's a dangerous looking guy that rich gay men pay to go to like dangerous places like park bathrooms and shit and suck their dicks. <laughs> I was good with ugly. <laughs> I had no idea that, like they have like I, I I know what a bear is you know it's like a, that's like a masculine fucking queer I guess yeah I guess I, I'm, yeah I don't no, I'm asking <laughs> it's like yeah I, all, I know maybe. Is, all I know is what rough trade is hey, this shit, <laughs> this shit is hilarious say, so do you though, really have like, a history this shit is hilarious that he's like, hey, uh, why don't you look around, man? I wonder, how long was you there for, like, months? He's like, bro, have you hey, figured out that brother, I'm gay? Brother, <laughs> giant rainbow flag. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, all this shit. Oh, wow. I had been going to his house for years. I'd he's walking this around for, in boy shorts. i for a while. That's fucking No, hilarious. but he wasn't, he wasn't like that. And he was like, he was a good fucking, he was just like us. Was, oh, yeah, we was, like, not really flamboyant. It would be huh? like finding out you were, <laughs> you were gay. <laughs> but that, but that's we was just like a little normal. You knew we was gay, <laughs> but you couldn't tell. No, but that's no. I, did, I swear to God, I got no gay dart other than I kind of don't think I am, dude. <laughs> you don't like the way it tastes, huh? No, no I, I, I jerked off to Brad Pitt one time. <laughs> But that's on Siri, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a serious question. Do you know anybody that's ever stuck their penis in hot sauce? <laughs> you did that? <laughs> you said oh, that my God. Oh, my God. That was my balls, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a dude in, uh, uh, in, in MDC in, uh, in the feds had, had bet me a pack of cigarettes that I wouldn't, and they're Camel non-filters, dude. The good stuff. Yeah, that I wouldn't dunk my, my balls in this uh, hot sauce, this... Uh, uh, Oh God! It was tapatio. No, no, it was that new stuff, that garlic chili. <laughs> oh, chili garlic. Woo. Okay, so I did, and uh, and I was on fire, and it was after lockdown, and I couldn't. There was no. I was I was dying. I was gonna die, and finally, after probably 20 minutes or so, I see this thing of milk from the from in the morning that had just been sitting there, and so I opened it up and I dunked them in there, and instant relief, and I, this I, hot sweat and everything. It just finally I was I was in such just. Pure joy, not burning anymore, and the cop comes around for count. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Caught you with your balls in the milk? <laughs> on, my, on my daughter's life. <laughs> he comes around, and he shines a flashlight, and I'm standing there with my balls in his milk. <laughs> <laughs> and this look, this must have been the sexual, sexual just elation look. And my bunkie was sitting there just rolling. And I can only imagine what he thought. He just said, "These oh, poor hey. cops, huh? These motherfuckers are like, dude, just when you thought you seen it all, the fuck you doing to the milk, man?" No, he didn't even say nothing. He just kept hell no. Stepping. What do you say to that? He was just like, "What the fuck?" Oh man. yeah, there's some things infos just don't want to see, huh? They're yeah, like, "Oh dude. shit." Uh, you think he went home and talked to his wife about it, like, babe? 
Yeah, hell, absolutely. Like, with his nuts and a fucking pint of milk. He probably had to talk to his therapist about it. He probably <laughs> looked it up. Like, what what kind of what sexual, sexual yeah. thing is about He may milk? have. He may have been dunking his balls later that night. Like cookies. Yeah, I was like, Dunkin' I'm Donuts didn't get their name from some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so how long ago did you start doing the stand-up comedy? I've been doing it 2018, 2019. So that I got was I, the first show. Oh, dude, it was a packed house at uh, Flappers in Burbank. And uh, I was brand new, first time ever in front of a crowd crowd and uh, in the main room. And it's a, it's a lot of people. And I was scared. And then uh, Bobby, she, she was uh, the one I trained with. She, uh, she told me, you know, the difference between us and them is we do it anyway. And I had to have this happen. I had to experience this in my life or I was going to have to apologize to my ex-wife and that wasn't going to happen. Um, so I, I went on stage anyway and I, I walked up and I grabbed the mic and I, and I turned around and I looked at the audience and boom, I changed. Like I've never felt, I've never felt alive like that in my entire life. And the second I started talking and I went over the edge with the first joke and, they, and it landed, it, it killed, I, w I, was, I was changed forever. Nice, that's man. That's incredible. great. So I have a question: Is where do you do your shows? Shows at? Because I feel like like all of us would love to come out and watch a Fuck show. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be so cool. No, I uh, I kind of backed off of comedy because of the music, and uh, um, I'm writing a book too, uh, so that that takes up a lot of my time. So I've kind of backed off of the comedy, but I I stay with the uh, uh, this group called These Nuts. And I love it when people come in to say they're they're here to see these nuts. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that never gets old. But no, I've been working with uh, uh, Vargas Mason and uh, Sally Mullins. They they have a, a show uh, called These Nuts, and they get really high end comics to go into places like the Comedy Store or uh, 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 that's a L.A. one, the yeah. Comedy Store. Yeah, they're on Sunset. That's like the, that's like the big it. one. That's where Chappelle and all them have gone. Yeah, everybody. Loves. I'm getting ready to do the Ice House in uh, uh, next month, the 21st of uh, August. August, September, October, rather, excuse me. Yeah, but next uh, month, September. Yeah. No, this is September. <laughs> it's October. <laughs> August? <laughs> Wait, it's October when? Uh, 21st. Is that a Sunday? No, that's a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I, I will be in L.A. right Are you? Time. I will be. Oh, my God, let me know. I'll send you tickets. I will. That'll be all. Come. You should do that. I will. I will, I, I will be in L.A. that week. Oh, hell yeah. I, I will come. Yeah. Is Lil down as a yeah in Lil? Yeah, that's cool, man. Shit, let me, might let have me know to and fly I'll down there, huh? How much are the tickets to fly down? Um, it was only okay, seventy-five dollars. might not be shit, bro. That'd be cool, yeah, little one-nighter yeah. or something. I'll turn it the fuck up for you guys, dude. Hell yeah, let's do this, man. We should fly out there. Hell yeah, no, yeah I, that'd be I dope. Would literally be that's cool. That's three. Send us the exact something. date and everything, the location, and we'll figure it out. Man, that'd be dope. Go have some fun for a night. dude. that'd be fun. I would love that shit. Even though I fucking hate L.A. And we would like, I mean, me <laughs> personally, I want to buy a ticket because I would like yeah, to Yeah, hell yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. The tickets aren't on sale yet for this show, but okay. uh, my website, I usually always have a link uh, at standuprightwright.com. Okay, cool. Not Butterfinger. <laughs> oh, you, uh, <laughs> you fucked up. You got to start talking about this shit, bro. That's, that's hilarious shit to me, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little harder, though, when you're sitting down and you're trying to find something funny about that shit, man. It's, it's a. Uh, Dude, I. I Died laughing just now. But no, but I mean, to, to sit when it's when it's just me to, to sit and write it on paper, like, you know, it works differently when you're just talking about it. Do but some improv type shit. <laughs> Ron just really wants you're, to hear. You're it. hilarious. I'm not Hell fast yes. enough. I'm not fast enough. Uh, uh, okay, so like, for instance, hecklers. I saw I saw a girl 
uh, it was one of my people too started heckling. He wasn't heckling, he was just enjoying her set so much that he started repeating it really loudly. And I thought, oh my, this motherfucker here. But she recognized him and then, and then addressed the situation in the middle of her set, addressed the situation and then worked him into her set and was still fucking absolutely just hilarious. And I said, that's who I wanna be like. My very next show, somebody started heckling me and the second he started talking, I said, don't heckle me, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> That's the best I could come up with, man. Like some gay Tourette's. That's all I got. That's all I had. Did it work? Yeah, I mean, it killed. But then I realized, I don't know who the fuck I just said that to. And I'm like, well, maybe not your dick, but... You know. <laughs> he might have been a rough guy. What was they called? What did you say? Oh, Rough Trade. Yeah. Rough, tra <laughs> rough Trade. Oh, That's a trippy oh. fucking name. Oh, we yeah. call you Rough Trade. Oh, my God, no. That makes me uh, feel a certain way. <laughs> but I hear that. Rough Trade. Makes me horny. Yeah, a little. I mean, there's yeah. feelings that come yeah. with this. Me it too. gets tingly. Some a little bit. A little bit. Not not like hot sauce on my balls tingly, but tingly. But leche nuts. Look but, at but Chris. He's like, nuts. are you guys serious? Because uh, that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to admit it. So you started doing stand-up comedy, and then you ended up dipping into music. How did that go? Okay, so my... I've never done music. I've never sang. People don't even know oh, I sing. Hold on, and hold on. No, but people people don't know I sing. I don't sing I, like out here, out there, in there's where you got the real. That's the thing about prison. You're gonna get the real person because you, you can't lie in there. You just can't. You can't sustain a lie. And you love music, as far as I could tell. I, I do love music, but my mom. Okay, two things my mom always told me was I was ugly, and that uh, um, Fact. I couldn't sing. Not true. So, I mean, she, so was she, half, was, she, she was 50-50. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it is no, but if you if you talk to me now, it, the the first thing I'm gonna tell you is that I'm ugly, and that that and then people are like, you can sing? How the fuck can you sing? I've never heard you say because I don't. And you could run 800 miles. You remember that, dude? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we was together every fucking day, bro. <laughs> that that's the one thing I this found. motherfucker. I can't I can't anymore. My feet are fucked up, but uh. uh I got to where I found out that running was the only thing that could clear my mind. The, yeah. the only thing that could stop me from, from, you know, being an idiot. And then I lost that. So now I'm an, <laughs> now I'm an idiot. <laughs> so so did back to the music. Or yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to, the Spanish thing, if I'm, yeah. I think that's where you learn Spanish, right? It was is because of wanting to play instruments with people or sing with them or something. And mm -hmm. the, the people doing it were Spanish no. or Mexican. Uh, my dad, my dad, when I was a kid, okay, this might, this, okay, this might come out racist, uh, but my dad, when I was a little boy, told me that if I didn't eat macaroni and cheese three times a week, I would turn into a Mexican. True <laughs> <laughs> story, true story. And, and I didn't, I didn't want to be Mexican because I didn't want to go to work. I was only fucking seven. <laughs> I was only oh, seven. So, so I don't even like macaroni and cheese, but I still eat that shit fucking three times a week. Just, uh, he might have been right, you know, so. No, but it's, I thought it was kind of, it was kind of You must have missed some weeks though, bro. <laughs> no, that, that I think I have uh, multiple personalities. Yeah, I, I yeah. do. Like uh, the like this 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 song that I got coming out next month is uh, Cowboy Crispy, and uh, uh, <laughs> I know he's in there. And none of us like that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I bought a seventy dollars shit kicker uh, shit kicker hat, right? And uh, I had to literally leave it in my garage, go get my truck, come back and throw it in there like I was throwing a sack of dope in there, and then 
just sneak my own fucking cowboy hat into the truck because I was so ashamed of it. <laughs> um, yeah, you're fucked up. Yeah, but but that's because I think that that I have multiple personalities, and one of us is a Mexican because <laughs> I can't stop fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> but up until that dude, what's his name? Juan. Juan. Yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, up until Cowboy Crispy. Or up until one, Cowboy Christie's was the only one that could sing. And that's where this other song came out. And then you hit, and it's like, oh, fuck, man. As soon as you that ask me if I could. And, and the, way, the way Maddie asked me, let me just say, I, I try and explain to people the, the, the way he asked me. It was so nonchalant. He's like, hey, I kind of feel like you could write a hook in Spanish for this song. I kind of wrote some, you know, check it out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So the three days went by, you sent me the video, or the song. Three days went by, and, and I finally had a, had a chance to listen to it. I was taking finals in some classes. And uh, I listened to it, and it's like, dude, this is a really good fucking song, Maddie. What's up? Dude, why didn't you tell me to white glove this? And uh, it just happened, dude. And it was like, Juan. It was Mexican awesome, dude. Man. That shit I felt was like fucking it. brilliant. Yeah, it was awesome. We were stuck on the, like, the hook thing. We, there was nothing there as far as, like, what we could do with the hook on that it, it just i don't know I, we were stuck the verses were good the the beat the music everything was like really great and it's like where the fuck do we go with the hook on this song we, we are lost oh see i got it i got it. it it just came out instantly it's like a, uh you know those most interesting man commercials yeah, yeah. okay every time i see one of those i think of him because he could easily be that for me <laughs> that's awesome he's very man. handsome he's just he's the most interesting motherfucker i've ever known and, and it's like, a, uh, so originally I had like, oh, Maddie is mas cabrón que bonito, and, <laughs> and just limited to the Spanish that I know. And then I started editing and cutting out words here and there, and I realized that, that uh, what I wanted to say. And then I talked to this uh, uh, friend of mine, Lucy. People ask, why didn't you just go to the guys at work? Uh, fuck no. I love the guys at work. They're, they're, they're all Mexican. But like they had me calling a, a, a goddamn abogado a turkey. I thought a turkey was abogado my entire life, 20 years. And uh, every year they'd be like, hey, hey, uh, 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 Francisco, what are you going to eat this Thanksgiving? Abogado, uh, uh, jamón? No, no, cabrón. Come abogado. And they're like, oh, abogado, abogado, abogado. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> abogado is a lawyer, dude. It's a lawyer? A lawyer is an abogado. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were they doing to you, man? <laughs> Who I'll... the fuck is teaching you Spanish, <laughs> man? They're just having fun with this shit. Yeah, precisely why I didn't go to them. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucy Love, she helped me. And Lucy, if you listen, then thank you so much for that. Because uh, uh, I leaned on her heavy for the... I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that, you know, some of these words were new. Uh, that I wanted to pronounce everything, you know, just right. It was fucking up, no, bro. And then the video, video like, dude, it is so, uh, like, you came up with the idea for the release, right? For the party? Yeah. Yeah, so Maddie hits me up. What do you think about a party at your house? I'm like, bro, let's do whatever. Just don't ask me to plan anything <laughs> because I'm fucking terrible at that. And I, we still had to do shit. Yeah, it was uh, perfect, though, last minute. <laughs> but I said, I think in one of the posts that I made, I was like, or last night I was talking about how, uh, how like, um, appreciative we are. We got to have the party here. You guys been promoting it on, on your little uh, social medias and everything, bro. It was, like, the biggest, like, uh, release, anticipation of a release. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Us. I was looking forward to it. So it was dope, man. Everything was dope. That was but the most special thing I've ever been a bro, part of. Bro, and, and, and when, when I was there, you know, I was uh, a part of the video and watching everything and shit. And, bro, I sp thought you spoke 
fluent Spanish. No. Because it was just coming out so, you know, effortlessly. What I speak isn't even Spanglish, brother. I, I, I speak shop Spanish. Like, yeah. like other shops. For, 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 I don't even know what the word for break time is because somebody always yells yabba dabba do. What But listen, I want to say something. I wanted to kind of back up because Jay said uh, the song was stuck, right? We, we had the verses. We had the beat. We didn't have the hook. And I had reached out to a couple different people. Um, and it was just like we was running into a roadblock after roadblock. But once the project got put in motion, you got put on it. Uh, Vidal and the dude, uh, Brad Duran, came. We, we like, made the beat from scratch. The guy came in. Brad Duran came in. and He's the guitarist. He's the guitarist. He played the guitar in the studio while making the beat, bro. It was like the, the whole project from start to finish is just unique, in my opinion. Jay comes with the, the idea, the beat. We had been, like, tripping because a lot of our fans in the very beginning were from, like, Spanish places. All the people that were, like, tuning in to uh, No Apologies were, like, from Spanish areas. So we was like, fuck, it'd be dope if we made a song that kind of targeted them. And I don't know if that inspired him. I don't remember, yeah. But then he came and was like, bro, I got the... This it was almost a whole verse. You you wrote on that song? Yeah, you goober. I don't fucking know. I'm a Dude, goddamn hey, bro, I'm always, I don't know. I don't know if I it, it, it told you this last night well enough, but man, your your lyrics are beautiful. I appreciate that, man. I love to hear that. That's yeah, you're, a, that's you're a huge I didn't even know you wrote shit. Come on, bro. Man. Every one of my uh son, like um man it's the song where i have tupac on the hook and the dude fj outlaw in there anyways there's a part in the song where he says gangster turn bitch wife beater to a blouse i was proud of this fucking song right and i'm like and some dude from michigan at club tech comes up to me and he's talking to me about the song he's like bro the fucking tank top thing and because I'm all into it, fuck yeah. And he's like, that tank top bar is dope as fuck. I'm like, yeah, what about the rest of the song, motherfucker? <laughs> like, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, he's got like the, um, the creative, play. yeah, the shit that people really, the people that listen to music want to hear that type of shit. The other people that like just feel the music and just like the beat and vibe out, it's like the lyrics don't really matter as much. No, but and I think the lyrics are very important. Why I do. I'm that type me? of person. Why you always get on me about like doing those fucking like video rap breakdowns and shit? And Be you like because that kind of shit. No, I do. I'm I'm heavy into lyrics, but I get annoyed by people who take themselves like too serious or I, I don't like know, who? man. It's a it's an annoying thing to like these dudes who'll do the verse breakdowns like I don't know, man. Some about it just kind of irks me a little bit. Like they're they're doing too much for it. Like yeah. I, it, I like it because there's shit in there that I didn't realize. Well, sometimes I think that shit ain't even what they think it is. They're just going. Yeah. They're they're putting so much on it that it's fucking like, come on, bro, give me a break. It's beautiful lyrics, but goddamn, like you're taking it to somewhere where I don't know if the writer really meant this shit. Yeah. Your brain is so deep, brother. You uh, several podcasts ago, you were talking about a. Uh, um, 
he wrote for Alicia Keys. It was Drake. Yeah, beautiful, that, bro. That was such an interesting interview, man. I love it. So that that's the type of shit I love, man. Like like I, I do love writing, and like I'm I'm fascinated by great lyrics and shit. I'll, I'll look it up, you know. Like if I see a verse that I or hear a verse that I like or something, I want to know who wrote it. You know, it, it interests me. But and then things like that that are really unexpected, like that's talent, man. To be able to write a song from somebody else's perspective. You're a man writing a song for a woman. That's fucking brilliant. In a You're, totally different genre. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's dope. That's incredible, man. And then, oh, like I brought up dope. to you guys, I, I was blown away. George Strait didn't write when, when Buck was here. We had a country artist. Oh, he here. was fantastic, dude. Dude, that song I is wish beautiful. you could have yeah. been here when he did that live. I, I'm sitting here. He's playing it. Me and Ron look all giddy. Dude, all I'm work. smiling at him like a little hoe or something. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I felt really like uh, like like a fanboy or some when shit. What? Buck, he's here, bro, and he he busts out the song, and it, it people don't realize like. Most people, when they experience live music, it's at a show. It's it's a lot of people around. It, it's very loud. It, it's not that intimate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get into a situation where somebody's just on a guitar, that's talented, bro, and just singing, and and you could tell they're they're good at it and they're into it. It. I, one of my first thoughts is when he's doing it is I wish everybody was here. Like I want yeah. all the family and friends here. It was phenomenal, yeah, bro. That's dope. Well, yeah, when he said when he said that uh, he was at a show and he said, "Well, I want to be that guy," it, it, it was just that easy for him. He just he was that good. Yeah, that was an incredible. That was an incredible podcast. Yeah, Buck's good, man. We just was at a show. He had what a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. and fucking that dude is awesome, man. He kills it. It's one of those things, man. You wonder. It's like uh, how people, how some people make it and other people don't. Right. It's just it's Dedication. unusual. Yeah, but it, it, that's a huge part of it for sure. But then there's also just timing and yeah, luck. Or it, that's dedication, man. It's per, it's consistency. If I feel, and I, I mean, I really, really believe it, bro. If you keep pushing, if you keep doing what, if you if you believe in your dream and you're giving it all you got, it, uh, eventually something's gonna pop, man. It's like um, there's a, a comedy dude I was thinking about when you was telling talking earlier and I was going to tell you about how why it's important to keep posting but this dude posted uh and I think it was about like um oh he was like I want to thank all the black dudes out there for taking care of our fat chicks you know what I mean <laughs> well we don't we don't want them or whatever and, he starts, and he's on the stage laughing at his own jokes and and dude he went viral for it so I mean but how long and how you, many you posts? You had that line. Somebody told you that, right? Or, or you read it somewhere where the dude said uh, everybody was acting like it was overnight success for dude. Oh, yeah. And he said. Fucking FJ Outlaw told me. He goes, dude, it takes 10 years to, to uh, for overnight success. Yeah. Takes it's, 10 years for your overnight success to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's so much the case anymore with social media and whatnot. It, it depends on how persistent you are. But you also have to be good, bro. Oh, yeah. You got to be. And you, it's timing, too, bro. You got to be posting. The right person has to see it at the right time. And yeah. Bro. So so we went to that Jelly Roll concert that was god-awful. I didn't even see the guy come out. But Was uh, you at that, too? The you, Jelly Roll concert? Yeah. You didn't like it? I hated it. I, I left before the fat fuck even hit stage. Why? I think I was miserable there. People. Yeah, there was a lot of people. I was miserable there, bud. You should have got in the seats. I was in the seats, goofball. That's where I was at. Fuck. I'll suck that dude's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's, who's Jelly? <laughs> For so, real? So 3-6 Mafia's on. 
Which the, is weird as fuck, right? Like God how, awful. How the fuck do you get Three Six Mafia opening up for? Je I mean, because I know Jelly Roll came from rap. I get it, but fucking. Like he's country now, and that's why everybody's going to see this dude as far as country shit, not his rap shit. And but I know. think Three Six Mafia put him on when he was a rap artist, right? I think I'm, I'm that was sure like paid it forward. I don't know if that's the case. That's the only thing I could really figure. No, that, that it must be they did some for him, and now he's bringing him now that he's shooting. Because they said it at the concert. So Little White, Little White. Yeah, he was on stage. I seen. So him. Little White said. Uh, Who the uh, hell's Little White? He He's was a white rapper that they brought up. Yeah, <laughs> I would have never guessed. Little White, L Little White's a white rapper. <laughs> yeah, he's a little white dude. Really? Or a Little White? Little White. Little White. White. Yeah. So, anyways, they he goes, hey, I just want to give a special shout out. I don't. I'm probably confusing how it all went down, but uh, at one point in time, Three Six Mafia introduced me to this young uh, up and coming artist named Jelly Roll, and now. Uh, Jelly Roll is the main act, and yeah. uh, these guys are opening up. We're opening up for him. So it was dope. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, I heard I just him feel say that. But as we're sitting there listening to Three Six Mafia, it, it, it was fucking garbage. Kyra, my wife, looks over at him. She goes, "You're gonna tell me these fucking guys made it, and Maddie Boy hasn't yet?" It's, uh, and and it's, I was it's like, nuts, bro. "Fuck that! A hundred percent." You know, like it, I, I was miserable watching these motherfuckers. They were horrible. What'd you think about them? Oh, I didn't like it, but yeah. this is so I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and he 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 sent me a song and I had heard the song previously and then I'm listening to it again. And I was like, why did you take why? Why? Why did you bleep out this part? And he goes, oh, I sent it to the another rapper. And he was like, I don't know how people are going to take. I don't know how people are going to react to this. And I was like, because the bar was I'm in a foreign, but my family's on bikes. Uh, something, something, something. Yeah, you might want to check in with us if you're white. And I'm like, bruh, to me, and I'm sitting there and explaining it. I said, well, who else are the white boys going to check in with it? You know, because they got this shit in rap where if, you're a, if, you, if you come to this area, check in with us. Yeah, you LA's know what I mean? big for that. So I'm like... I told him, I said, bro, well, if the white boys come to our area, who else are they going to tap in with? That ain't, like, racist. So I'm just saying that to say that I feel like that, uh, a lot of the fans or whatever don't know how to take me. So they're standoffish or whatever. It's like, because I feel like I got quality music. Like, why ain't people listening? You right. know what I mean? So I just... Think like, that they don't know how to take me. You know what I mean? That maybe the Irish thing they want to try to equate or or compare that with something, box it in with something racist or so, I don't know. Well, you take know I mean? Cocoa County freestyle, right? As an example, when it, when you talk about no real white boy would sweat, you know, being in Cocoa County. Yeah, that could be. You know, if you're, if if you're not white and you're and you're listening to that for the first time, that could be taken as like, oh wow, you just all white power, brother. Yeah. But that's Instead what I'm of listening saying. to the lyrics. Yeah. But and and it, a lot of times people want to uh, categorize white boys like that. But especially if you're just a white boy, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm a white boy. I grew up around white boys. I grew up around bikers. I looked up to the white yeah, yeah. gangsters in the pen. But that doesn't mean that I, I don't like other people. You know what I mean? And that's the point that I keep trying to make in my music. That's, you know what that's I mean? One of but the things I like about you most, man. Because it's possible, it's possible, okay, one of the things I talk about in the book is that 
you may not be a racist when you go to prison, but you're going to be while you're there. That's just the nature of it. Every race is going to be that. And uh, you're not getting the best of any race while you're in there. But uh, it's quite possible to go through that and come out on the other side and relive, you know, uh, regain who you were. Yeah, like, but by race, this, this is a thing that, that people got to understand. By racist, you mean that you got to be with your people, man. You know what I mean? So your people are going to be at war with other people. Yeah. So you don't want to be in a situation where you're ace deuces with some dude that's going to potentially kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That slight hesitation in times of war is what gets people killed. You know what I mean? You don't see the fucking people that the Americans are at war with over there being friends with the fucking people that they're going to be killing, right? It's like uh, people just want to categorize people in negative lights, bro. So it's they love, like they love to do it. Fuck yeah. But the racism that you're talking about in there is just being with your people, man. It's like you're going to be sticking with your people against everybody else. So like segregation. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so bad when I first got out. I remember my uh, my family was going to show me a, a, a movie with Will Smith. Right. And this is how bad it was for me. So it was a, a, a movie with Will Smith. And I said, I said, oh, I can't watch this. And it's all automatic. I said, I can't watch this because uh, it has a black guy in the lead. And my ex pulls me up and says, what the fuck are you doing? And what are you trying to teach your son right now? And I thought about it. It's like, oh, my God. And, and, and it dawned on me, I'm not that person. And that never was who I was, really. And so I had to clean that up. And thank God she said something when she did. Because, I mean, that's how we pass that shit on to yeah. know, people that don't deserve it. Yeah, for sure. Um, my question to you was going to be, <clears throat> um, I know when Uncle Matt was on, we kind of talked to him about that. But what was life for you? after and trying to settle back into like the normal world coming out of prison? Uh, coming out of prison was a lot easier than coming out of the military. I, uh, um, I've always had nightmares, uh, like always. Um, not, not because people always confuse that, not because of the military. I have, I have PTSD, but uh, it's, it's from other stuff. Um, it's always just been hard for me in in society because I'm different. I'm, I've always been alone. Um, it, my family, my entire family's turned their backs on me now. I have, I have one nephew that that still considers me family. Uh, so it's just yeah, adjusting for me is just I'm all I've got. Yeah. So there was no real adjustment. Okay. That was heavy. Hmm. There's nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere else to go with it my, dude my at the end of last year okay so i was i was drug free and uh and uh and doing really well uh and then at the end of last year my uh i got i got this call hey your your stepmom is in uh uh this bitch looked like ernest borgnine <laughs> <laughs> my my dad i don't know what kind of shit she had over him but he looked like I, and i got a picture of her on uh i was gonna do a shirt like her on one side and Ernest on the other side. <laughs> but, uh, Ernest from the movies? Who? Dude, Ernest Borgnine, the Airwolf guy, the uh, SpongeBob voice. He did. He did some. I some don't know what he looks like. Oh God, I'll, I'll show you a picture. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so this motherfucker, dude, uh, she she was uh, she was in hospice. She had him committed in some sort of old folks home and and declared incompetent. Uh, and so she gave all of his money. He was wealthy. Gave all of his money to my little half brother who hasn't spoken to me since 2000. Uh, and so, uh, and then, and then she was in hospice, gonna die. Then, in a twisted turn of events, he's like, "No, fuck you, I'm dying first. 
And so he dies a month before she did. This is like within a month of each other last year. And I just kind of, the finality of the, the final fuck you on the way out to me was like, okay. And so I started, I started getting high again. And, uh, uh, what's your drug of choice? Alcohol. And, uh, and then unfortunately it was meth, man. And then, you know, thankfully that's all over with, but, uh, that shit just takes and takes and takes, man. Oh, and I just God. can't do it. I just can't do it. But yeah, that depression from that. And then with that was right about the time that you contacted me. And uh, and uh, there was a time, man, like, okay, my, my entire life, that's all I could ever think about was, was suicide. <laughs> just, just fucking ended it. And then uh, uh, for the first time in my life, man, in, in recent times, I want to see what's around the next corner, and I can honestly tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I don't want to die. That's fucking awesome. No, you helped with that, brother. Thank you. I think I sent, uh, I hope you don't mind, but I think I sent Jay a couple of the messages that you shared with me about, uh, like, how you felt leading up to be me prior, I should say, to me reaching out to you about the song, how you was feeling, and then how you felt I afterwards. Brother, I sent you a fucking thing that I had a plan. Uh, I know, we, and we talked on the phone though too at one point when you was talking about that. So. But yeah, but it wasn't a cry for help. It was just me telling you, dude. I just I don't think I'm gonna go past this date. And uh, I had an out date, and and uh, something happened in court, and they said something to me, and it was the first time I ever cried. I've been been in prison, man. I've never cried in court until they told me I could write a letter to my daughter. And so uh, uh, I just uh, I didn't want to, you know. Yeah. So that was that was going to be my outdate, and then my outdate came and went because I had something else to look around the corner for, and it was because of you. So thank you. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. That is awesome. That's good shit. I love it. Yeah, love that something dope. like that. Just fucking, I don't know, man. It's almost like it was meant to be type shit. It is, man, bro. I'm telling you, in my opinion, nothing ever happens on an accident. You know what I mean? There's always going to be uh, little things. Like before I left for the trip that got me sent yeah. to the feds. We get on the freeway and we're like, uh, before we got on the freeway in Rodale, before we got to Cummings Skyway, so what is that? A mile. A mile. Before we get to Cummings Skyway, the guy in front of us is losing his load. So we're having to swerve out of the fucking way while all the shit's flying oh, out of shit. his truck. Then we get to fucking Reno and our car breaks down. So it was like, if we had just paid attention to little signs, bro, none of that shit was an accident. That was like, you guys don't, are don't do it. fucking destruction. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. So, but then again, if that hadn't happened, where would you be? You might be oh, no. life, brother. Yeah, no, nothing happens for an accident, bro. Yeah. I mean, all that shit was signs, homie, but it was I was meant to go because all the shit think that we, I was... I think we've talked about that shit, man. Like, he needed... It, it's terrible. Nobody wants to go to prison, and that's awful, and, you know, it's hard on everybody. But we was like, this motherfucker was off the hook. You know what I mean? I don't know if he doesn't go do that time, what happens? Yeah, know? I was crazy, bro. I was like stupid. So somebody, crazy. somebody yeah, yeah, that could have been all bad, brother. And then I would have never met you, uh, dude. Oh so yeah, many, so many things. That, yeah. I, no, I, I have no no regrets, bro. I'm glad that everything happened the way it happened. I'm grateful for it, man. Uh, I was gonna say because you keep bringing up the book. Did you talk about the name of that yet? No, it's gonna be called uh, Right Side of an Ass Whooping. And then it's a, a dummy's guide to prison politics. Like nice. I got the, the idea came about watching these youngsters come in there and, and, and uh, you know, say the wrong word or do the wrong thing, <laughs> just anything, and just get the shit knocked out. I mean, I got to fucking jump in constantly. And I'm an old man, man. Uh, but just constantly having to school these assholes, just it kind of gave me the idea to, to, to write a book about it. 
and it's a humorous look at it. And it's it's not it's it started off to be just a humorous look at, at prison politics, but it's it's the truth about prison politics. You know, they they're all based in respect and shit. Your dad should have taught you. Uh, How long have you been working on that? <coughs> since uh, 2000, often and, off and on since uh, 2018, and uh, it's I'm I'm at 30,000 words. And it's going to get edited soon because I think I'm just about done. I, I, anything more is just going to be rambling. I heard your grammar is pretty uh, phenomenal. Fucking ferocious, dude. <laughs> so first thing I do is I, I get with the uh, she's a she's a master's degree English teacher, right? Paige. Yeah. Wonderful now, now person. Paige, she's she's a uh, she's a uh, above the teacher. She's a uh, like an assistant principal almost. And so she uh, takes a look at it. And she goes, "You have a sentence structure problem." And uh, <laughs> so, so, I mean, she won't even read the shit. So it's like, okay. <laughs> I think you have a beautiful mind, man. I think you're fucking creative as fuck. I think that, uh, like, you're one of them special people, man, that could fucking, like, I mean, to write a fucking song or a hook like you did with in, a, in another language, and that, it don't just stop like that. But, like, I feel like, um, I feel like you could do whatever you want to do, write books, I mean, to sit there and have the patience to sit there and write a book and all that type of stuff, I don't think you give yourself credit for, like, uh, how talented of a person you are. I don't think you give yourself credit at what an influence you are, because check it out. That song wrote itself because of you. Now, the, the first thing I did was... Because uh, of Jay, but... <laughs> because of how I feel for you, though. Yeah, yeah, I get okay, you. Okay, so the first thing I had to think of is, all right, well, what do I want to do? The song is a, a Maddie. Okay, well, let's make it about Maddie. So, so... I, I literally watch those most interesting man commercials and think of you. So why not say that? So I said that. And then the, the, the whole stuff at the end and all that. Oh, my God, dude, that wrote itself. It Bro, but that shit it did. And I, I wanted to ask earlier. The, remember you had the, uh, the intro, right? Uh-huh. You had the intro when you came there. You wanted to do the intro. You had it all mapped out in your brain, which is a talent. Bro, how many people do you know that could design... Or like like could come up with the um the idea for the video from start to fucking I love that finish. Bro. I was tr I was telling him about that last night. I was tripping off that because they're filming it, and I'm like, I'm kind of like, what the fuck? And then and then when I see that video last night, I'm like, oh shit! Like it all came Dude, together. The gold the, the process. Tooth, the it didn't make sense. Yeah, to me. that's that's but one of my studio, favorite parts. The fucking gold too. You smack her ass, oh, and was, you look over oh, with the. God, I'm like, that Dude, was so that shit was, that was great. It was phenomenal. But dude. we're in the studio, and I want to say that Vidal was like, "Fuck, we need an outro. Do you got something for the to like to go out?" And this motherfucker was like, "Yeah, hit record." And he was like, "Mad nice. boys, muscles." Or did you have that Number already in your one. brain? No, or? I had the ending. Remember, we did the ending. He said, "Well, let's put in that. Let's put that in the front." And I'm like, "No, no, because it fits perfect in the in the ending." And I had the the intro. I said, "I said, just start rolling." Yeah. Okay. I knew it was one or the other, but this motherfucker came up with the fucking. Uh, Mate boy is muy chingon. Yeah, just on the, the cuff. I'd have been in there for three hours trying to figure that shit out. And I wanted to say, I, I should have gave Vidal a little bit of credit for the uh, lyrics. Because remember on the um, uh, Telemundo or, or oh, the, yeah. or the yeah. uh, Tijuana, he came up with something. Remember, he helped us. There was a, excuse me, a couple little bars at the end that he was helping us navigate to. It was just a beautiful fucking experience, man. So many people have said, my favorite part is, I need a weather bitch from Telemundo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. great. Yeah. Kelly yeah. Cruz called me this morning and was like, 
Telemundo. That's bro. the best. That's the best weather station ever. You, man, I love. I watch. I turn the volume down and watch them weather bitches. On yeah. <laughs> After Ron left the video shoot, he calls me and I'm like, Oh, how did it go? And he was like. It was dope, and he was like, Nanny, so they were doing this thing, right? They were, like, puckering out their lips, and at first, but then it hit me that that's a, what is it, Ron? My El Salvadorian and Mexican yeah. friends in the neighborhood did that. Yeah, he's like. They used their lips to point. Yeah, and I was like, what? And then when I was watching the video, I noticed it, and I was like, oh, my God. He, he, yeah, Sabino he does it really good. He, he points uh, to This motherfucker to had him do it 83 times. I remember. I, remember <laughs> I, I thought video. Chris did it. That's uh, your lady's. Stepdad, yeah. right? I thought he did a good job acting Bro, in it. Oh, too. he did a great He's job. He's a good actor, dude. He did a that, great guy, job. that guy made this video. Oh, I mean, I love him, dude. He, the, uh, the way the chesting and like how he, it's hard to act. It's hard to like convey a message with uh, just he was like in not there, saying bro. it. Yeah. But going back on what Uncle Matt said about you, like, um, I don't think a lot of people have. I think everyone has talent, but you have ta talent in so many different genres that it's crazy. Yeah. Like, your the fucking song you listen to is amazing. Your comedy just from talking to us is so good that I'm like, oh, I want to go to your live show. I'd love oh, to be there. He made that. And then not so only that, rubber, it's like, like you're talking about you're writing a book. I have no plans on going to prison. I do not need to read a dummy book on going to prison or anything. But I'm like, oh, I want to read yeah, that book. And that's yeah. like three total different genres that interest I, just I from already, a 40-minute conversation with you. I already awesome. can't wait for the podcast to go out because motherfuckers are going to be dying laughing. Oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, thank it's you fucking. so much. And that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why I have so many. Uh, my brain never stops. Like, uh, uh, like, like this thing. It's like uh, I'll be at home and I can either sleep or try to get this thing dialed in right because I knew I had to have it here. And, and it's like I, you know, I, I got a laser at home. I, I turned my, my garage into a shop. Now I, I just to get a contract that I got. Now I got to go do the fucking work. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I've always done that, and maybe maybe one thing will stick some at some point. But I mean, <laughs> like you're talented in all of them. Shit, like normal people do stuff. Yeah, and then don't they, ever some do things one work thing. And some don't, but like you do so well in all of these genres. Like that's amazing. Going to oh, video directing. Fuck, fuck, man. Yeah. Me and Maddie. Hate oh, that, that was great, Maddie man. Maddie trying to hit me up for video ideas. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like it's. Oh, yeah. And I felt like I'm a creative person, and that shit all be like, I don't know. I well, don't. He wanted to fucking ride by when I was doing a hook on a fucking donkey wearing short shorts petting a cat. <laughs> that would have been What's wrong fuck? with that? No. Oh, okay, okay, dude. You have to think about the people that are already into you. You, you have something. You, I mean, you're a rapper, bro. You have an image. You, we have to protect that image <laughs> while we do something else. You can't be riding around in short Tell me that shit shorts. wouldn't have been funny. Bro, that shit sounds. What the fuck? You came up with that shit? Why petting? Tell me that cat? shit. You would have loved that shit. The cat. Bro, I would have thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> where, where did this fucking come from, man? And, and it could have been great. It could have been great, but it also could have scarred you, bro. Dude, I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't go with that idea. Chris, because yeah, that, no, your shit was phenomenal. Yeah, that whole that thing. was fucking amazing. I liked it because it painted him kind of in a different light, but at the same time made him just look like he was just one of us. Yeah, you know the whole jumping jump because it shows him at a chess game, and 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 it shows the FBI chasing him for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, because that's what they do. Oh, that was great. And let's bro. talk about Casey because she looked amazing oh, in the yeah. video. Dude, my I swear, the, my favorite part is watching the butt jiggle and me smiling with the fucking. <laughs> yeah, tooth. Oh, that like, shit fuck, is incredible. Yeah, that shit I love that me shit. Like yeah. Yeah. I also like everybody clapping with the chest <laughs> move. Dude, it's just dumb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like the most interesting man alive. Yeah, shit, yeah, that chest game. Fun. They got sweaters and shit wrapped around their neck. Dude, the shit. whole video was that concept, and I didn't realize it. I think that shit dawned on me after we filmed. I saw this motherfucker's got the whole fucking uh, most, most interesting man theme. Yes. The whole fucking from the song to the video. It was like, and I had bro. no idea about that, but that's when I seen that. That's kind of what I thought about, like the sophistication, like you know, Maddie's like that guy you know what i mean and and that's what i got from it and so i thought that was cool as fuck man but up until chris said that he had an fbi jacket and wanted to play that guy i said maddie that's the only spot we don't need a mexican bro nobody cares what race the <laughs> fbi is and he's like yeah but he really wants and it dawned on me it's like oh fuck there's our character and then the whole story kind of came together at that point yeah, that was cool man yeah he i'm so grateful to chris he's he's and he was good Everybody, Dude, everybody got to write that movies, videos, bro. It, it's Dude, funny. Everybody yeah. who came to that Hell video yeah. was was on fire that day, bro. Not one person. That's because you made it easy. It's easy when you have a plan and you have a vision and you know what the fuck you want and and you're not afraid to tell people this is what I need. You need everybody clap at this fucking time. Yeah, it's like bro. That's people hard need to, to be told what to do. But people still freeze on camera and your people. Oh yeah, nah. That was that was beautiful, man. That shit came together, bro. I'm proud of that shit. And it's like you said last night. The the best part of last night was it's already platinum in my eyes or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's what's most important, man. If if the song means a lot to you, nothing else matters. It means everything to me, bro. It changed my life. Yeah, that's fucking incredible, man. I think that's my favorite song now. That's dope. No, it was awesome. That was I, like, can't wait to go home and rewatch the video. I've already watched it twice today. <laughs> that's great. That's uh, dope. Uh, yeah, I, I, this 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 gave me the uh, and then coming out to record that and you letting me uh, are you asking Vidal Vidal to uh, record the the woodpecker in there? Dude, we had that two hours. A, this dude finished his shit in fifteen minutes. He's like, oh, no, 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 we don't need to record my shit. I'm like, bro, we have two fucking hours. You're gonna do whatever you need to do, however long. So it takes. I'm not familiar. What what do we have going on here? There's you're doing some other music that it, two different genres. I I did Maddie's uh, Maddie's hook and then uh, uh, I wrote a straight up hillbilly fucking song. That's gonna go viral, bro. Uh, that shit is fucking. Once it catches on, it's gonna. It's fucking. He showed it to me last night, a clip of it, and fucking. It was hilarious. He's sitting there like in a barn with fucking. Bro. Oh, oh there's a video it. already yeah. for it. Nice. Fucking, he's wearing overalls with no shirts. And when does <laughs> when does this get released? It's Straight. gonna be released October, uh, October thirteenth. And I okay, told him cool. it, it's it's my fault because I told him to back it up for thirty days because you gotta. Uh, request you could put in a request to um, Spotify, Spotify yeah. to get it put on playlists so Spotify will listen to your song and if they feel it's good enough they'll incorporate it into certain playlists which nice. will fucking run your it, streams up it, like insane and Paige dude Paige thank God she was persistent I couldn't even get claim my own profile yeah, oh you got it. it figured out she got it figured yeah. out so thank you Paige oh my god who is the page lady? You know her too? Oh, right there. My bad. I didn't realize. Yeah. That's your girlfriend. Yes, right? sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Very lucky to have her. Nice. Good stuff, man. Seems like things are getting better. You're doing good, man. Heading in a good direction with a lot of shit. I think you should be a screen. Fuck yeah. Screen yeah, you're like oh, one of those dudes, blood. You should you're like a brainy kind of a fucking creative dude. Blood. I'm dumber than a sack full of fucking Well, I didn't say dude. that, but you're creative. You're, you're a dumb like, creative uh, motherfucker. 
What? I think with the, the fact that you're already writing a book and the way you directed the video, like that's like movie writing. Like oh, you a, have the it. good comedy, like the good comedy movies that they don't fucking come out anymore. Like where the fuck are all the good comedy movies lately? I, yeah. There isn't none. No, they're all on strike, man. Okay. The Writers Guild, right? Because of the Writing AI? actors, yeah. Oh, because of AI. Yeah. Is that why they're on? Fuck is that yeah. why they, they, I think the strike ended, but was that part of it? AI was? Yeah. Everybody's up in arms right now because the AI could potentially start writing all the movies and everything for everybody, right? Music. Every Everybody's, even the, like the musicians are all tripping because, bro, type in, write a love song about fucking such and such and uh, I, I, incorporate rain and hot cups of coffee and my fucking dog and Blam, you got a whole fucking three verses of make the hook like this. It's fucking. We could do it right off our iPhones, like right now. I, yeah. saw, oh, I saw it on. You could have it write you a report on whatever, and their phone will do that. It'll fucking write you whatever the fuck you want to yeah. tell a story Dude, about. I took a section of my book and put it into AI, the, the chat GPS, and uh, it came up with some shit that would have got my ass stomped. I, man, <laughs> give me that shit back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. don't. No, yeah. Because they, they'll never be able to, to replace like the human experience part of creativity right don't you think yeah, like no i yeah i don't know i've seen some pretty impressive shit with the i think everybody has by now but yeah you still think that i don't know maybe eventually it'll be so goddamn good that they will be able to do that but it's still now you still need humans to like like say what's bad and like uh, some of the shit take is like no nah, that doesn't work they just want to take humans completely out of the fucking. But then what? Like who? Who does? It's cheaper for them. I don't know. They don't have to pay nobody. Bro, we're mo the majority of fucking people already don't know how to think. Yeah. It's like fuck. We're creating a world full of zombies, fucking man. Sheep, man. I saw uh, a video where they had AI do like a, I, I forget what art is. They was like make a song. Tupac. It wasn't Tupac. It was somebody else. And the the lyrics, like the it sung it and it, yeah. And they I was, did Tupac. Dude, it sounded like something the artist would have wrote. Yes. It's. I was like, God damn, this shit is. Yeah, going I heard like the Tupac level. one. That shit was fucking insane, bro. Hey, before we wind down, thank you guys so much for the shirt. I love it, man. I'm going to floss this shit everywhere. Dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Right on, right on. You're it. welcome. Hey, uh, we really want to go down to this show, though, yeah. man. I, I want to go see sure. the stand-up. That shit will be awesome. Plus, we could hang out with you and Lil for What's a night What's the fucking something. movie I will turn it the fuck with up. John Travolta where the girl overdoses and he shoots Pulp her? Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Who's the uh, uh, writer Quentin, for that? Quentin Tarantino. Dude, we're you're the next Quentin Tarantino, bro. That's another thing, bro. I got a I got a, a short film right now. Uh, it's 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 off the film festival, so I can't really talk about it too much. But uh, hopefully, hopefully that's gonna do good. Nice. We're getting ready to film, and I talked to you about it. Yeah, <clears throat> dude, the <clears throat> producer, excuse me, he wants Maddie Boy. It's like uh, after seeing him in the video and seeing his videos, he he really wants you. It's gonna be a Pulp Fiction type movie. Nice, fuck yeah! Some exciting shit out there, dude. Man. That's gonna be so fun to act with this dude. Yeah, that'll be cool. For all our listeners, um, will you give them your Instagram and your webpage one more so they can check you out? Or yes, ma'am. Uh, Instagram is at standupright w r i g h t, and my website is www.standupright.com w r i g h t. 
AKA butter balls. I mean butter. butter <laughs> <laughs> it's leche balls. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we wrap I'm, it up? Man, here? I'm just grateful for this opportunity. Thank you guys. It's a you guys are fucking awesome to me. No, I'm excited for this podcast to be released. You were great to interview. Fuck yeah. yeah Thank you. Do you have a preference? Like, if I want to recommend somebody what to soak their balls in, is it like Deep. organic milk? Two percent? What are you? Heavy what? cream? Skip the la crema. Skip the chili. And just go right to the milk, man. <laughs> but I, I prefer whole milk. I, yeah. Well, no, it's coating. It it's, coats better. And it's heavy. Yeah. Yes, it's very yeah. dense around the balls. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, uh, I won't try it personally. Can you I'll give us one of your uh, Hispanic uh, hello, my friend, impersonations that you used to do in prison? Yo no quiero por nada, pero un sandwich de pescado. Something about a fish. Welcome, Juan. <laughs> Um, any other shout out tonight? I just want to shout out you. Thank you so much for coming. Hell I think yeah. this was fucking awesome. Yeah. The video came out great. Last night was great. Any yeah, other shout outs, Ron? Man, thank no, you so man, much for uh, inviting me. You know, me, Jeff Bro, yeah. Chava, fucking. And I'm just glad I got to talk to Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I've, been, well, I've been wanting to pick I hit fucking Matt brain up because the, the, the video thing, and I was like, and he said you were coming up. I was like, man, we should do the podcast, and we could talk about the video and everything. And I'm like, he's a fucking stand-up comedian. Dude. This dude's going to bring some humor to this shit, man. It'll be great. I'm fucking glad we did it. Yeah. It almost didn't happen. Yeah, it almost but didn't happen twice. Thank but Ron. And Ron, your hospitality, thank you so much. Ron threw a tantrum and made it happen. I'm, I'm thankful for Ron. Yeah, Shout out to I everybody that was a part of the project. Vidal, uh, Novi, everybody that came to the, the uh, video shoot. Too bad Jay should have been there, but he was in another state. But uh, all in all, it was incredible, man. I appreciate you. I love you, my brother. We've been uh, at this for a long time, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Love you, dude. I got scared and threw down my pipe because I thought it was a police awaiting outside. I even took my wife's underwear off, the ones that bore to the store. <laughs> well, I snuck into the living room all quiet like and lifted up the blinds about yay. I looked over to the door expecting to see the law. <laughs> <laughs>